How you doing, brother man? I'm pretty good. Before we start, there is anything that is off limit? Um, I'm an open book, baby. Hit me with your hardest questions. You're listening to the Red Light Podcast. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset and throughout. Red Light. Welcome, welcome once again, another week, another day, another Friday, welcome to the Red Light, the only podcast that you should be listening to, and you already know, turn the red light on and let's get started. So today, oh my days, um, I'm really excited for today. Uh, today I have a guest, which is someone <laughs> that, that I've been wanting to have in the podcast for the longest time. I've been chasing him uh, to to bring him on, actually, because usually it's girls and a few podcasts ago. Well, I don't know the order in which the podcasts are going to go up because I'm pre-recording a few uh, ahead. So I don't know in which order, but like we already, I already recorded a boys only podcast and that was, that was interesting, but I know that this is going to be special. I already know. I I know that this is going to be uh, really cool. I, I hope so. <laughs> so without further ado, I'm going to introduce the guests and let's, let's just get right into it. How you doing brother, man? I'm pretty good. Before we start, there is anything that is off limit. Um, I'm an open book, baby. Hit me with your hardest questions. So nothing is off limit. When you when you ask like that, I get a bit scared. But uh, <laughs> no, let's just go for it. All right, all right. So uh, I'm here today with my really special guest, which has been the longest fucking time. I've been Whoa. fucking chasing your ass. Well, not your Whoa. ass, but I've been chasing you for a month. I've been. To get in chase this, no, I don't, I don't, I don't chase ass unless it's a really nice booty from a girl. But, but I wanna, I wanna, I wanna start you. Uh, well, for everyone, listen. This is my guest for today on the Red Light Podcast. Hello, you haven't even said my name. You've done like, yeah. Come on, okay. what kind of introduction is that? Oh, I've been chasing, I chasing his ass for the longest time. At what point do you actually say who I am? Shut up, man. Let me, let me get there. It's just like I, I heard like uh, the connection wasn't good, so I, I stopped for a minute. Um, today I have with me Andrew, Andy Rocket, Hendrix, uh, one wow. of my good old uh, friends. Well, he used to be my friends, but he ditched me Whoa. a couple of times to be on the podcast so i got mad and we had beef but i think we are you know squashing the beef right now how are you i'm fine can i just say that the beef was always one-sided you just got like a little bit in your feelings a little bit sad i know i'm like the most prestigious podcast guest that you, one could hope for but yeah that's all on you baby boy i was, I was always fine with you it's all love Oh, you an asshole! So, so for everyone, listen. Uh, we are we have been friends for a couple of years, like two at least. 
Yeah, two two and a bit, I think. Yeah, uh, we met like kind of like work. You are English, like proper English, British. Yeah, mate, proper English, like yeah. <laughs> and you from Birmingham. Uh, I wanna I wanna know a little bit more about you, even though that I kind of know. But whoever listen, uh, like where are you from? How like how did you end up uh, being in Lisbon? And yeah, tell me about it. Okay, well you already kind of covered it. I'm from jolly old England, Birmingham to be specific. The probably Brummie. the uh, yeah, I'm a Brummie. Uh, <laughs> probably the most unremarkable of all the big cities in the UK. I always hate telling people that I'm from there, especially Why? when I'm hanging around my friends and it's like, well, it's because I'll, I'll be hanging around with the likes of you. I mean, who even knows where you're from? You're from like <laughs> some mythical land where everybody's 15 forever, and then like our friends from New Zealand and Greece and like everybody's saying oh yeah I'm from here I'm from here and then they're like oh where are you from I'm like oh yeah I'm from Birmingham in the UK and it's just like it just falls flat like everybody just looks at me like I've just like stabbed their nan at a wedding or something but it's just, <laughs> really uh, I like for yeah. me it's like super cool no and I you also f- found out that you guys <laughs> that in Birmingham is this like uh like chocolate for you see <laughs> Like, it's like a chocolate museum in Birmingham and you can get a tour and they talk about chocolate uh, kind of so we have we have uh, like Cadbury's Cadbury yeah, yeah I found so, out like so, a few days ago yeah so it used to be like where they made the chocolate you know like dairy milk and stuff like that yeah yeah that's where they used to be based just outside Birmingham it's called Bourneville it's like right near my house actually exactly. Uh, but yeah, they've since been taken over by the Americans. So I, I don't know if it's just a museum, but that would make sense. But I'm pretty sure it's still there. But yeah, I mean, don't be knocking Cadbury World, bro. It's like the <laughs> fucking best chocolate in the world. All right, that was so, it's just so funny that I found out. I was like, oh, this is this is actually from Birmingham. Uh, anyways, country. so you are from Birmingham. You grew yeah. up all your life living in Birmingham? Yeah, pretty much. Um, born and raised and then started traveling when I was about me late teens, maybe like 19, 20, something like that. Lived in Paris for a little bit. Uh, but the reason I moved to Lisbon to answer your initial question was that I've been a pro wrestler since I was 14. Yeah, and I wanted I, to get there. Yeah, well, we will. But uh, yeah, I mean, long story short, I started doing tours in Lisbon for that. And after like maybe the fourth or fifth tour of being out here and kind of seeing the vibe and the people, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to move over here full time. And uh, yeah, haven't looked back since. No intention to move back to Birmingham anytime soon with its chocolate and its uh, <laughs> knives. And yeah, just shit weather. I can swear on this, right? You're not trying to yeah, keep it. Yeah, no, right, like so. we, we, go, we go red light on this. We, just, we don't oh, censor yeah, yeah. anything. Uh, I want to I want to get into that because it's like you're probably the only person that I know that that not only likes wrestling like like wrestling like Wrestlemania like yep. The Rock and Hulk Hogan but also like you you do it like you are a wrestler yep. and you said that you were a professional wrestler since 15 uh, I started training when I was 14 I had my first match when I was 15 Yeah. And that that oh for me that's always been like such a like like wow. 
because uh well for me like growing up that was never like a thing i yeah i found out about like wrestlemania and all that uh, a bit later in life when i was like 14 you know like yesterday um so so how how the fuck like i i know you told me the story before but like how did you like you went to uh wrestling school like how how did did you get into it Okay, so I fell in love with it when I was like a, a kid kid, like when I was super young, maybe like six years old. Uh, I was introduced right. to it through video games, of all okay. things. Like, yeah, most people watch it, like they ca- catch a glimpse of The Rock on TV or something, and they find it that way. <laughs> For me, it was like playing it with, uh, there's a PlayStation 2 game called uh, WWF Smackdown Shut Your Mouth, released in 2000. Yeah, released in 2002, so I'd have been about six years old. And um on the loading screen like before you even actually play the game there's like uh on the side bit there's like real life clips and then obviously you actually play the game and on the real life clip do you know who hulk hogan is yeah of course yeah so there's like a there was like a a real life video of him like stood in the ring and this was back when there was like flash photography and so he stood in the ring and there's just like a million like flash bulbs going off of people taking photos and i just remember like as a kid just being like wow like that's the most famous man in the world like i want to be like hulk hogan you know so that's pretty much how i got into it and then obviously started watching it and then i was just kind of obsessed with it as a fan for many years and then when i became old enough i tried a couple of times to get into wrestling school before but i was told i was too young that was probably when i was like 10 or 11. so i had to wait a couple of years and uh yeah eventually when i was 14 it was a training school probably half an hour away from my house my mom took me every Sunday I think the initial place was and then I moved to another one uh, maybe after like six months or so and that was every training uh, was every Tuesday and every Saturday so yeah started training fairly consistently and, and your, uh, yeah and your back. mom your mom needs to be like always like supportive of it She's been super cool with it, yeah. She's. Um, I remember telling her probably after the first time I actually played that video game. I made my mind up pretty quick, but I remember telling her that that's what I wanted to do, and she just she was like, yeah, whatever. She. I think at first she probably thought it was just a phase that I was going to grow out of, but the older I got and the more I just can because literally as a kid it was pretty much the only thing I spoke about. I never gave a fuck about like football or really any other sports or anything like that. It was just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. So I think after a while she just saw how passionate I was about it as compared to anything else. And uh, yeah, she's been fully supportive. There's been a couple of times where I've been injured and she's like had to take me to hospital and she's like, are you sure this is what you want to do with your life? But she's never like out and out said like, no, like I don't want my son doing this. Like she's always been super cool. Okay, but uh, like I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I don't know, but like, usually, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just guessing that in school you were like kind of like the outcast, like the kid. Like, if you don't like football when you're in school, it's just like you know. So, like, how was your school experience? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like an outcast wholly. I, I have you ever seen the show The Inbetweeners? Yes. Yeah, so I think it would probably be fair to categorize myself as like that. I was like, I wasn't a cool kid by any stretch of the imagination, but I wasn't like a complete freak either. I was like somewhere in between. I think I had like quite a good ability to kind of integrate with every group on some level. It's like I loved music. So obviously you'd have the music kids 
Um, you know, I, I got on well with the nerds, which, you know, I, I mean, I used to play RuneScape, obviously I like pro wrestling. Those are pretty nerdy things. And then with the cool kids, I always had a ability because I've never really taken myself all that seriously. So I was never really afraid to like crack jokes, even if it was at my own expense. So I guess by virtue of being funny, I kind of, yeah, I was able to win over the cool kids as well. So yeah, I think I was like a perfect in-betweener. So I had a pretty decent um school experience i can't really complain about it um academics itself like the study inside of things i did so so in i was always in like not quite the top classes but you know like pretty much the top um but i think i always academically underachieved like um i always got like c's when i should have been getting b's for example but uh yeah so on that front didn't really do anything spectacular but yeah as far as friends and all that was concerned i think it was pretty normal to be honest so you had you had like a really good uh, group of friends. You still get in touch with them? Yeah, I've got my core group of friends that uh, yeah I still speak to. Um, one guy in in particular called Ryan, who you know we've been friends since not even secondary school, like literally primary school. So let's say from like maybe four or five years old, we, uh, we became Ryan. friends. Yeah, man. Good old Ryan. Uh, so, yeah, we're still close. And there's a couple of others that I met when I went to, like, secondary school that I still talk to on occasion. Obviously, we're all living, like, radically different lives now. Like, me being out here, a lot of those guys back home have, like, families and stuff now. Like, Ryan, for example, he's got two kids. So, obviously, from a relatability okay. standpoint, a lot's changed. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we still talk. Okay. So, the question that everyone wants to know is, like, where, where are you getting – where are you smashing when you were, like, in – high school well not smashing but like at least getting getting into girls we're doing the old daddy um, teddy the old rumpy pumpy yes um <laughs> yeah but not with any real success i mean i've got some embarrassing stories <laughs> that i'm sure we can probably get to in a bit but uh yeah i would have had my my first red light experience the red light podcast so to speak when i was uh 14 Okay. And then after that, there was a like long <laughs> kind of dry spell of like not a lot happening. And then probably picked up again, I don't know, maybe 16, 17, something like that when I started at college. Okay. So, but but like when you mean your first red light experience, like what was that experience? How was it? How was it? Um, like, like many people's, I dare say not the, uh, not the best by any means, both in terms of performance and in terms of just it being very, very awkward. But, uh, I mean, to cut a long story short, because to be honest, my first sexual experience is like nothing really to write home about. I, if we're talking about the first time I actually had sex. Um, but yeah, it was with... Again, to bring up my, my friend Ryan, I didn't have sex with Ryan. Oh my but. God. I was like, well, did you know, do you remember um, Ryan? Well, yeah. No, but uh, like basically, me, he and I were flirting with a couple of girls from Oxford. So we were talking, do you remember MSN Messenger? Yes. Yeah. So we, we were well, talking to a couple of. That's a boomer thing. I don't, I never use it. it it's, but I it's a little bit before your time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so basically like that's where all the, all the kids, all the cool kids used to handle their business on, the, on MSN. And uh, yeah, so we started talking to these girls from there. And they eventually came down to Birmingham to meet us. I don't know why we didn't just do it the other way around. It would have been way nicer <laughs> to go to Oxford. But uh, yeah, they came up here and like the, the cute one, the one that Loki, me and Ryan both wanted to smash. Like, 
he got her. I don't even know how that was decided. And in hindsight, I'm like, <laughs> I'm still really pissed off about it. But uh, <laughs> so I, you know, no offense to any uh, female listeners that may uh, that may listen, but I, I think it's like. I don't even know if it's like really a secret at this point, but it's like, you know, the whole taking a grenade thing, the whole concept of like oh, settling yeah, yeah. For, for the, for the uglier <laughs> one. I, I think that's pretty well established at this point. So, yes. yeah, I mean, I, without saying any names, I, I certainly wouldn't want to dig up the past, but yeah, needless to say, I got one <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, not so great. And uh, yeah, it was just a hotel smash probably lasted about five minutes. And uh, I just remember at the end, kind of just lying about, uh, well, probably not even lying about, just sitting in the bed, just thinking, like, what do we do now? And, uh, yeah, just making up some lame excuse and just, like, basically You you, you were in that situation of, of like, I want to smash a, a pan into your face and, get, like, get over with, like, just sleep. I think not so much smash a pan into her face, maybe, like, my own. It's like, have, have, <laughs> you, have you ever had, like, a wank and then you just feel, like, this wave of shame that just like ro- like washes over you yes it was every single like day. <laughs> yeah so it was like yeah i just uh yeah when when the business was done it was just it was very much like that post nut syndrome of just like look at what i've just done and just being like oh god like so yeah i just i made my excuses and just dipped pretty quick so you can only go up from there i guess okay before we we get into more stories i want to play the game um uh, this is one of the segment, the segment that I just made up on the podcast before we keep going. And it's called the Dutchie Would You Rather questions. So I'm going to ask you a would you rather question and would you choose? Okay. I want an explanation of why you're choosing that uh, option. Okay. So let's start. Uh, would you rather whip or be whipped? Um... I don't even know why I'm thinking about it. I'd, I'd obviously rather whip. Yeah, being, being, being whipped does nothing for me. You, you took a minute to think about it, so maybe... Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm a bit of a switch, but uh, no, definitely, definitely do the whipping. Okay. Would you rather uh, dominate, uh, dominate or being dominated? See, I think that kind of leads on from the last question yeah. in the sense that, like, I... But I think you... there's like a, a benefit to both, uh, honestly. I think generally speaking, I, I'd prefer to dominate, but there are definitely occasions where it's like, so I don't you... know, it's fun It's fun to relinquish control sometimes. You've been, you've been dominated before? Um, yeah, to an extent. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit. Okay, okay. Um, would you rather have, uh, would you rather have unbelievable sex the last 10 minutes or average sex that lasts an hour? Oh, God. Um, unbelievable for both of us, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. sure. I, it, I mean... It, it's, it, it's important to clarify, because if it's just an unbelievable for me for a minute, and then that's it, um, then no way. But... Oh, I, th- <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought you were talking... <laughs> I, were, I thought you were talking... About us, like me and you, like we both agree that we no, choose no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it's unbelievable for you, it must be unbelievable for the other person too. Well, that's not. I mean, yeah, it's not always the case, but, but 
but yeah, let's, I think let's girls just... would argue it's probably never the case. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, for the argument of this, uh, would you rather? Um, I guess if we could get all of our business over with, like in a minute then yeah. that's efficient really isn't it yeah yeah i also like like I, i've been like lately on the on the hour kind of an hour limit and it's just not fun like at some point it just your dicks are hurting because it's yeah. been off for too long and it's just like you you don't get anything done like you don't do anything just that and it's just not not right yeah. there's there's not really any benefit in going too long i think it just becomes boring and a bit uncomfortable for everybody so yeah i mean the the quicker and the better yes yes yeah, yeah. okay would you rather your partner be kinky or romantic um oh man these are these are tough because like for me personally there's like a bit of overlap between i suppose no, I gotta, I've gotta. Like, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic myself. Like, I'm more like, put it this way, I'm more into the idea of like kissing than I am like her scratching me up or like some weird shit like that. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I would rather have that intimate connection than just like us two just hurt each other for the sake of hurting each other. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, and the last one. Uh, would you ha would you rather have sex with the lights on or the lights off? And so on with. Give me what? a person. I can give you a more thorough kind of explanation. What do you mean? Yeah, it depends who you're with. It's like if I was oh. with like, uh, you know, if I was with like. But usually, usually, <laughs> usually you go lights off or lights on. Or you don't um, care at all. If they're on, you leave them on. If they're off, you leave them off. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I really think about it. I mean, I, I, I think usually the lights are on because it's usually just a spontaneous thing. But yeah. I mean, if they were on, I definitely wouldn't turn them off just to have sex. I, I have no issue with that. Okay. With, uh, yeah. with lights I, on. I'm, I'm also in, in that in that in that uh, realm of thought. It's like if they're on, just leave them. Like you're not gonna be like, wait, 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 stop. Let me just turn the lights on. Yeah, I, I think people who do that, like generally, are people who are a little bit more uncomfortable with what yes. it is that they have to show. And I mean, not knocking them at all. I mean, you know, they're welcome to do whatever they want. But I don't have such insecurities. And generally yeah. speaking, the people that I sleep with don't either. So yeah, lights on. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I I tell everyone that I have a stream, so they don't. You know, there's no <laughs> surprise there. Um, okay. well, I, I usually do like, uh, a, a little bit of a break, uh, just to like, uh, gather some thoughts and come back. So I'm, we, let's go to the break and come back in a little bit. All right. Sweet. Community service is not hot. Rehab. That's not hot. Jail is not hot. Hillary Duff is not hot. I'm thin. I'm blonde. And my coke is in Cuba. Your tan comes straight from the bottle. Bitch, mine comes straight from Maruba. Azu condoms. Fun. Sexy. Safe. Somebody. Let me know. How the f are you bilingual, but still by yourself? You can talk to double the hoes. Doesn't make any sense. Paging Dr. Palmer. Dr. Barbara Palmer. Dial 452. Chicken of the Sea. Low fat, preservative free. What's the best tuna? Chicken of the Sea. This is Madison Beer. It's Hailey Bieber. Ariana Grande. It's Kylie. 
Dua Lipa. I'm Kendall Jenner. I'm Bayard Gibson. So we're back, and I want to touch on uh, you, uh, my friend. Uh, you just said that you're a, a hopeless romantic, and you are in a romantic relationship. Well, uh, I'm Ooh. I'm not sure if it's romantic or not, but you are in a relationship. Um, yeah. With someone that I have no fucking idea. I haven't even seen a picture <laughs> of this person. So can you can you tell me about it? Like like you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to. But like, where did you guys met? Have I heard from her? Like this one of the you know the the girls that you uh told me before like yeah she's i don't know like anything i want to know i don't know anything about this girl okay um yeah i mean in terms of if you'd have met her or any of the kind of social circles i highly doubt it um i mean she does work for same company as you but obviously but, there's so many offices and so many people are working from home now that that doesn't really mean anything but but um, have you have you have you talked to me about her before have you mentioned her yeah i think so probably briefly i mean obviously you've been upset with me for a while you've had your beef <laughs> so um yeah i mean I, i guess i haven't just like out of the blue said like oh yeah bro and like my relationship blah 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 but uh yeah i mean i i don't think i really spoke to you at length about her but um yeah we met in the park park eduardo um we were having like a bit of a this was when we were in between like covid restrictions obviously so we were actually allowed to be out Okay. Um, so you you so, are not breaking rules for love yeah yeah just for full disclosure <laughs> um so we met i think it was like june-ish last year something like that so fairly nice weather and basically it was just like a meet up on the park just like my friends and i had met one of her friends before in passing and i thought she was a little bit nuts um <laughs> I, i'm really trying not to, to to name names or incriminate myself <laughs> But um, yeah, so I, I was kind of weary, I guess, early on. I was like, oh God, this is going to, you know, this could potentially end weirdly. Uh, but we ended up having a great day at the park. And we then went to an after party at um, one of my friend's houses. And by this point, me and my now girlfriend had already like made out. Um, we just like randomly started kissing when we were actually out and about. Okay. And uh, yeah, then we we went back to my friend's house and we went to the bathroom and kind of continued our activities. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, for me that, that's super weird. It's like oh let's let's just go to the bathroom. You know, like I've never done that. The bathroom. Just well, yeah, stay. I I take that back. I did it on my first time. Uh, so never mind. Keep well, going. There you go. And um, yeah, and then after that, uh, I want to say that was her idea as well. She was pretty much the instigator of all of this. And uh, and then afterwards, she was like, oh, yeah, should we go back to yours? And I was happy to say yes. And yeah, that's pretty much history. And we've hung out pretty consistently. We've seen each other, I'd say, on average, at least, if not every week, then at least every couple of weeks uh, since that point. And it's weird because we never actually had the conversation. We've never like full on said like, "Are we this to one another? Are you my you girlfriend? Know, Are you my boyfriend?" It's just, it's, it's like just, I love that you yeah. said that because I recorded a, a solo podcast like today because I'm trying to get podcasts ahead, and I and I talk about it because 
probably by the time that this podcast is out, it's been already Valentine's. But I was talking about it that with my ex-girlfriend, like we were not into that kind of shit of like, oh, do you want to be my girlfriend? It was like it got to a point that we were like all the time talking to each other, all the time hanging out. There was like kind of obvious that we were already like, yeah, exactly. together. So that's that's great. I love that. Um, talking about Valentine, do you have any plans, even though that... Yeah, it like timing probably won't be right, but like do you have any plans? Um, I mean you can say them because this podcast will probably be out after, so you will not, you know. Well, just in case, I I'm not gonna reveal my plans just now, but what I will say is since this is coming out post Valentine's Day, I'll say like, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I gave <laughs> the, the best gifts. I was so thoughtful. <laughs> Uh, you know, considering I haven't really done many Valentines in the past, I mean, I really think I knocked it out of the park. I mean, she she was absolutely she, she was in love, you know, nailed it ten out of ten. <laughs> but but that you have never had a like a girlfriend Valentine before. Um, I mean, I, I must have because I was with my ex for quite a lot, like at least. But it was nothing to remember. <laughs> three years no i mean we would have done things but i mean it was kind of just like the cliche shit i mean she went to go study in paris so i guess a lot of or at least two of those valentines would have been spent out there which is obviously a perfect city to do it yes. i mean in hindsight i mean i can't really like there's no one thing i can point to that's like oh yeah we did this amazing thing it would have just been like go to restaurants you know and like just yeah lovely, the, lovely, you know that, the, the grown-up thing yeah pretty much pretty much i mean what what have you done for valentine's in the past as a young man like what's the what's the cool thing to do um well i've never i've, I've like from like since i've been 15 is when i became like this like super sex symbol and just like everyone wants to just mash me <laughs> but but growing up it was not the case i was just like not cute like not like nothing like all the girls like friends on me from the get like nothing they didn't even want to know my name so i i never had a girlfriend uh and the only girlfriend that i had was uh my girlfriend from ecuador and and I te I actually text her. It's like, hey, do you remember what we did for Valentine's? Like, we did anything special? And none of us could point out anything. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I think that I gave you like I bought you like a hoodie or something. And I was like, okay, great. Nice. Um, but yeah, I always was the kid that spent Valentine's probably like alone. The the one, also like the one kid that uh usually send the fucking the stupid um instead of saying happy valentine's like hey happy friends day or some shit because i'm a fucking loser oh. <laughs> oh. but yeah never never had like the, the valentine experience even though that i'm pretty sure i i asked her about it but i'm pretty sure that uh on valentine we uh, we book a hotel and she she got there first and she put like some lights like these like tumbler lights that girls put on their rooms and bought okay. sushi like box of sushi um but she said that that was not on valentine but i remember as valentine so i will say that that was like my only valentine experience so yeah we 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 got a hotel room we ate sushi and then we smashed 
and yeah, welcome. Well, that's that's kind of that's definitely in the realm of a Valentine's experience. Yes. I mean, even if it wasn't necessarily on the day, that's yeah, that's pretty sweet. But yes. she arranged that, not you. Uh, I I'm pretty sure that I pay for the room, but she just got there first and just prepared things. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> um well i have uh this segment in the podcast called top on the red light and i would like to know uh any of your top on the red light stories i like have you been on those situations that it's kind of like that 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 experience that you remember like okay this was kind of fucked up but it actually happened Okay, I, I mean, I, I, I'm armed to the teeth with embarrassing stories, but I don't know whether or what you're going to say is going to uh, get me to say them. But yeah, fuck it. Let's see how this goes. Okay, so, so have you ever had like an experience? I know, I know. Well, I don't know anymore, but like you used to abuse things. Uh, do you remember any like any experience that you just woke up and was like uh what like what what the fuck just happened and we <laughs> before we go any further can we just clarify when you say i used to abuse things you mean i used to abuse substances if you say i just used to abuse things it sounds really bad i didn't used to abuse animals i didn't used to abuse people like <laughs> come no on child <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You used to, you used to have your fun with substance and shit. And, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing you a couple of times. Like, yeah, I just went to to, I went to for like for a for a ride, and it was just mad. And you just probably <laughs> probably had a lot of things that you cannot uh, remember or control. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as not remembering them, there's, I mean, there's, there's, there must have been a few, but to be honest, I think most, I was actually having this conversation with my girlfriend the other day. I mean, as far as like the amount of times that I've ever like fully blacked out and can't remember a situation, they're very rare. I mean, there's been, when I was young, young, I remember going to, I was literally probably like six. I went to a wedding. Six? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to a wedding and uh, like apparently, I, I don't even remember it, obviously, but I, I was like apparently crawling around like all the tables and like sneaking drinks from the tables when like the adults weren't looking. So um, yeah, at like six, I was just like in the middle of this wedding, apparently just stumbling everywhere, just like passed out. And uh, yeah, obviously just got woke up a little bit later on. So that would that would have been the first time. But you know, that was before I was technically abusing things, as you so eloquently put it. But um, <laughs> but okay, uh, I I, I want to hear your your top on the red light story, like the most like crazy uh, fucked up uh, sex story that you have. That you'd be like, I don't know how the fuck I pull it off. Like I don't know how I let that happen. Um, I want to okay, hear it. Okay, okay. All right. I mean, one that springs to mind would have been, <clears throat> it would have been New Year's, probably like um, 2012, 2013, one of those oh, years, shit. one of those hazy years. Um, and I went out, there was this thing called Magic Door. In magic door. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like when you when when you go to a room and there's a hole in the wall and you just put your dick and you don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> on the other side. 
it, it wasn't quite that fun. No, but, <laughs> but uh, so basically it was like a, a, a touring kind of like psychedelic rave is the best way I can really explain it. It's like it wasn't just in Birmingham. They used to do it all over. But um, yeah, so anyway, there was one in Birmingham and I went with a couple of friends and I, in the course of the night, I took a tab of LSD um before we got there and then when i was at the rave i took some ecstasy as well which uh is called a candy flip when you combine those two those two drugs and um i basically ended up in in the course of this um this rave i bumped into a girl that was pretty well known at the time in the area like she was <laughs> she was like tumblr famous if you remember when that oh, was okay yeah no, that so, i don't remember that's that's she, too old yeah so she had she had a bit of online clout basically and okay. uh, for whatever reason i was just obviously giving off a vibe that she actually fucked with um which surprised me because as i say she was kind <laughs> of like a, an internet princess at the time uh anyway um we ended up kind of making out there and then we you know got out of there i think we went back to hers because she lived closer and um <laughs> we we fucked but just with the the amount of substances that were going on in my uh, my system at the time, I was like oh, so overwhelmed because she she was also she was on ecstasy. I don't think she'd taken acid, but uh, yeah, we were both so like kind of wrapped up in this moment that I started like <laughs> as I was smashing, I started crying. Oh, but it was like God. happy tears. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is the best thing that's ever happened. It was like so I was like sobbing, but like gleefully at the time i mean she must have thought she was fucking a psychopath to be honest but uh <laughs> but uh yeah. like, is, is this your first time it's like <laughs> it, it might as well have been like the sensation felt like out of this world um but yeah so that was that was definitely a an incident involving substances as i say i, I didn't black out i remember it clear as day but okay. yeah i mean as far as like how did i get myself into this situation uh yeah that's definitely one of them that's 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 hilarious uh, i i want to know just for like uh, uh my knowledge and like safety and just to to be clear uh mm -hmm. as as your friend are, are you still doing anything because it's lockdown so i don't imagine you just doing drugs sitting at the living room no no i mean it's it's been pretty few and far between i mean i, I haven't really ruled it out but i mean just my my outlook in general now has changed a fair bit um, there you go there's certain things i definitely wouldn't do again um i but love then to I, hear that but yeah i mean as far as like acid as far as like ecstasy is concerned i mean There'll, there'll no doubt be a time and a place where you know that <laughs> resumes. Uh, I remember me and you having that day where I don't even know if you knew, which is probably just a testament to how much of a professional I am. But like, <laughs> do, you, do, do, do you remember the day where we ended up in the Stero? I don't necessarily were... want to mention any names, but it was the we were with a certain girl, and it was the day where you went. I just oh. wanna fuck. I wanna clarify. That's bullshit. <laughs> I don't recall saying that. So that's like, no. But actually, I was, I was actually thinking about that the other day because I feel like that now. Like, I just, I just want to, yeah, fuck, to be honest. But like, you don't remember it at the time because it was also the, probably the, the one time, no, one of two times I've ever seen you properly drunk. So, of course, that's why you don't remember it. But um, anyway, the reason I bring that up is because that whole day I was, I was, high as fuck on LSD and I don't think you even noticed 
context. So yeah, obviously I'm just a smooth operator and I can get away with it. So if anything, that's one of your stories that you uh, you went a little bit red light and there was some uh, substances involved. And yeah, uh, like, you just wanna fuck. I mean, just, just to clarify, uh, I don't know how that night is started. Uh, I don't know where we, we went uh, directly to Casa, right? I'm pretty sure that's where it started, yeah. And then yeah. she was sat on her own. We weirdly. we went to this like uh it's called Casa Intendent. It's like a an old building that's like a bar and like kind of they have like live music sometimes and shit. It's it's really cool. And yeah. we went there with some uh Dutch friends, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and and one of my I want other friend that's that also a really cool story. Oh that. no! <laughs> uh, we went there and we was like the the place was kind of like full of people and out of nowhere, Andy goes like, "Oh, I know her," and they start talking. I have no idea who she is. I was like, "Where do you guys know?" It's like from here or something. You guys met like just from going out, right? Yeah, we'd met up like only once before. Um, me and a few of my friends that are musicians had kind of like, she had kind of entered our orbit. She herself was like an artist. So I remember that first night we met, we were talking about like her work and we hit it off quite well. Like I remember there being like a decent vibe. So when I saw her, she was literally, she admitted she was just sat there on her own. I think she was just looking for, because she was still relatively new to the city at that point. So I think she was still kind of trying to scope out her, you know her clique her circle of friends uh but yeah anyway so we like obviously saw her invited her over and then yeah and then yeah. and then we we started drinking it was the era where i used to drink i don't do that anymore uh kids kids don't drink um so yeah we started drinking and i was like a little bit tipsy so we went to another bar there's like this uh underground mysterious place uh super weird and and cool uh we yeah. went there and I, I i one of the things that i most remember they have like a, a a like a disco place like a room where they play music and it's dark you don't see anything yeah. uh, and we went there then i i got off that room we sit on on a fucking couch or on a table oh, or hold on before you before you you go any further can i just go back a little bit because you, you like you weren't just tipsy from the previous bar that we'd been to what happened is we got into this this other place uh this super dingy weird place and we were stood at the bar and there was this guy with this, this really no, but that, crazy beard. yeah no that was that happened before that happened like pretty much kind of uh before we left the bar we were sitting at this table and then this girl is like oh do you want a beer and i was like no i'm, I'm fine and she's like no i'm, I'm i want to buy you a beer so we went to the bar and we were, and she ordered a beer, and there was this guy. It was like oh, okay, super okay. weird beard that looks like out of like a fucking Lord of the Rings or some shit. And and he's like, "Here you go. I give you my shot." And he had like a shot that was like, yeah, I don't know yeah. what was in it. And it's like, "What is this?" And it's like, "I just made it." And I was like, "What the actual fuck?" And it's like, "Come on, take it." and and i fell into the peer pressure of society and i took the shot i don't have no fucking idea what what was <laughs> on it uh but it got me really fucked up uh and apparently we went down i drank the beer and this is the moment where i screamed uh i just want to fuck or some shit and apparently the room yep. went quiet <laughs> 
Well, the room was already pretty quiet. I mean, like what we're describing kind of sounds like a club, but to anybody who had actually been there, it's more just like a. Place how would you even people gather to smoke and... yeah it's just like like the weirdos of society just kind of yeah. it's like a more like a social club than an actual club you know yeah um so yeah i mean it's already kind of quiet anyway except for the dance floor that's off to the side so when you just scream at the top of your lungs that you just want to fuck i mean i i distinctly remember the moment bearing in mind i'm still high as fuck um your friend who was with us doesn't really speak much english if i recall so he's kind of just looking around looking kind of awkward not knowing what's going on anyway and then like me and this girl kind of like catch eyes and at, at that moment it's obvious that you're just like hankering for a little bit you, you want to go to bone town and uh she kind of looks at me like kind of like i i just giggle i just start giggling a lot and i think she knew in that moment that it was on uh, i think she was trying to get you drunk anyway for that exact reason but you just made it so obvious what your intentions were no, i just wanna fuck but but then then we like it, i like we 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 left you went with my friend because you guys leave <laughs> we're really close to each other <laughs> And and we started walking because this was when I was living in Roma and this place was kind of close. So we started walking towards my house and like midway uh, uh, on the way to my house, she's like, oh, I need to pee. And I was like, okay, I leave uh, really close. She's like, no, she re I really need to pee. So she, she went between two cars and just like pee. And I was like, what the fuck? Did you watch? Uh, no, I didn't want to watch. I was I was kind of like, I was drunk, but not that drunk. Like, I remember I was like, you know, like maybe like acting out to, to see how far it would go. Um, okay. So I I don't know if she, the plan was her to stay with me. I think that that's the conversation that we had. It's like, oh, uh, let's let's cuddle some shit. Uh, so we got to my place. Uh, we hit it like it was it was, it was, it was on from the moment that we got to my room. It was okay. on. Uh, I still have. Well, I don't think that they. I have uh, like uh, I don't know how you call it in English. Like, like these uh, socks. There are like pants for like sock, like a mesh sock. Oh, totes. Yeah, she have one of those, and she left it. She's like, here, I don't want this shirt anymore, and she left it on my room, and I remember. We hit it that night, and in the morning, uh, we hit it again. And and at this point, like my sexual abilities were like lacking, and I just I gave her like the five second shrimp, and oh, she was no. like, I was like, oh my god, I'm done. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, are you actually done? And I was like, yeah. It's like I don't believe you. I was like, what the fuck you mean? You don't believe me? I just I just came. It's like, show me the condom. <laughs> and I was oh like, God. I was like, what? like here it is. <laughs> what the fuck? And yeah, then then I remember we went to to eat like a uh, pizza hut. And I don't know, I felt like she was oh, she also was friend with this blonde girl that was like super hot. Uh another one you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was super hot her as well. yeah and she i remember her sending pictures to the blonde girl and be like oh look who i'm with blah 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 and like starting like talking like romantic way and i was like yo like no like this was like fun but like not like it's not gonna happen and i remember way like a couple of months after that seeing her uh at cien montaditos uh 
and she was with a group of friends and she walked past me and started talking shit about me. Like, like what did she say? What I didn't hear, but my friend was like, oh, uh, there is blank name. Uh, and I heard, I heard her, I heard her saying, uh, pointing at you and being like, oh, that's the guy, the, the guy that I fucked uh, that one night. It was not good. And and sure. it was like super awkward and yeah we never talked. I actually tried to to like you know get together and talk to her after all that and she just fucking ghosted me and I and I'm pretty sure that she's back uh, on her country. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she moved back to the UK. But um, because I remember obviously hearing that you you smashed at night and then you smashed again in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Like I I also kind of had wanted to get in there, but I think like if I remember correctly, I kind of revealed when we were at the first bar that I was like high as fuck on acid, and her demeanor with me like completely changed at that point. And I think she was kind of she was a little bit freaked out because I don't think she was really into that. Um, so So I'm not not saying that that's the reason. Yeah, uh, no, you basically saying that that's the reason why I got to smash her because she wasn't scared of you being an asshole. Well, if you you remember, if you recall, Daniel, Daniel, um, I I remember when we left the second bar before we actually made our our, our goodbyes, she was kind of weighing up where she wanted to go back to. She was like, oh yeah, so who lives closer, blah, blah, blah. Basically, she was just like quizzing us both. Obviously, you lived in Roma, so you did live closer. But it was like, um, but that's but that's not it because no 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 it's, I'm not saying that's it. I mean obviously no, she, wanted, she wanted to smash anyway. But it no was no like, no. But like what I mean is that that was that was the end of my night. But like how did your night end? Oh fuck you, man! I think you like you know more about this than me. I still don't even know that dude. But basically, long story short, like he lived near me. Um, really. So, <laughs> so uh yeah we got a taxi back obviously didn't say much to each other because as i explained earlier he barely spoke any english but uh i we, we just it was just a one stop in the taxi so i just got out wherever it was that he lived near i don't know if that was what gave him the wrong idea or what but basically he like i started to walk home he was like oh yeah i'll follow you a little bit i was like okay that's a bit strange but whatever uh, and then like i finally went to say goodbye to him like oh yeah see you bro and uh he, uh, <laughs> come on say it say it he was like in very broken English. He was like, "Oh yeah, I, I want you." And then he just like grabbed a handful of my dick, and I was just like, "No, <laughs> like no way, like what the fuck?" Oh shit! Um, like, Bro, that's so, the funniest story ever for real. <laughs> it's not. It's it's quite traumatic to be honest with you. And I, and I imagine you being high as fuck having that experience. Exactly. It would have been bad enough under any circumstances, but when you, when you know, when you're like literally tripping balls, like that's not, that's not what you want to be happening. Oh. I don't want to put you in the spot, but I also recall this one time that you took one girl home and she cried. <laughs> oh, that one's that's that's mean, especially to bring it up like that. <laughs> but, Without no context at all, she just cried. Yeah, I mean, that that was a weird one, to be honest. I, I can't even really remember how that one came about, but we started... In we the were in the same place. Area. Yeah, we were in the same place. Yeah, well, yeah, we so we, we met her at Andros Setenta, so just up the road from yeah. there, and then we, we ended the night in that same place. I remember we went down to the, the dance floor, 
and like we that's where we made out first and then from that moment on it was it was pretty much on but me being me i did i flirted with a different girl earlier in the night oh yeah i remember that yeah (laughs) i remember that because i had no plan to uh you know to actually kiss or flirt with this second girl so i was like flirting with this 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 first girl in the first club and then I thought that was it. I thought that was the end of it. I didn't really think twice. And then we're sat on the couches in the second bar. And who walks in the door with the second girl? And she does not leave me alone for a second. She was like, literally, at one point, she grabbed my arm super hard. And she was like, come on. Yes. It's like, you know, she must have just been like dying. Um, but uh, I eventually got her to kind of go away. And uh, yeah, so me and this other girl, we go back to hers in the taxi ride. She even asked me, like, who was that girl? Like, what's going on there? I was just like, oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was just like, yeah, yeah, she's just a friend, which is true. I hadn't done anything with her up until that point other than just, you know, flirt with her a bit. Um, but yeah, so we got back to this girl's house. And again, I, I thought it was it, it was on pretty much from the get go, much how you were describing your encounter. Um, she went for a shower for like a really long time first, and then she came out and she was wearing like this really hot like lingerie and shit. Oh, I was like, oh shit. damn, that's about to go down. Uh, and then like I don't know, we maybe like start kissing or whatever, and the, literally she just like burst into tears, and I'm like whoa like what like it was just such a contrast of like, it's like am, I, am i that bad <laughs> yeah um and then yeah i mean she like after she kind of like calmed down a little bit because i obviously i just stopped dead in my tracks i was like Yo, what's what's up like what's wrong and she was just like oh yeah it's just you know i've never actually done this before and i just always envisioned that i'd do it with you know the the person that I love, the person that I marry. I, I, subtext: I'm guessing like she she, she was, was from like a religious background or something. I oh, get yeah. that sense. Uh, and yeah, she was obviously a virgin. So are you are so, you are you judging her by her racial uh, racial aspect? No, no, of course not. <laughs> but uh, it, it does seem fairly obvious that there was some kind of uh, yeah, you know. Like yeah, I suppose hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah, it, it seems kind of obvious. Okay. But um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, obviously, when the, when that news broke, it was like, yeah, okay, whatever, it is what it is. And she was like, um, yeah, I could give you a blowjob, but to be honest, I've got a bit of a headache and blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, I think she'd already started doing that prior to the tears, uh, and to be honest, it just wasn't it wasn't nice at all it was like very toothy like very much the the blowjob of somebody who hasn't done it before so i was like yeah you know whatever like when she kind of gave that offer but she was like yeah but i've got a headache and blah blah she was making excuses i was like look like it's fine we don't have to do anything there is no hard feelings i'm certainly not going to press you into doing anything that you don't want to do however i live quite far away so is it okay if i just stay the night so um yeah because just the sheer distance from mine to hers yeah i mean bearing in mind this was like probably like three o'clock in the morning i really didn't want to have to just walk home and she was like yeah fine you can just stay so we, you know we ended up like cuddling a little bit just having like a nice conversation um and then yeah in the morning like she got ready for work and i just left with her and kind of just like said our parting goodbyes but um, yeah, things but, are never really the but same. You know, you know she what is, around, she was very, very You know what Go is on. the funniest part of all of that? That that same girl, like, I don't, I don't know how long, but not too long after that, 
she started dating this random dude from from work and they got caught fucking in the bathroom <laughs> no like, way yeah <laughs> yeah at, at uh one of uh well one of the girl that group girls uh birthday party and they was like oh where is she and they knock in the in the bathroom door and she was just going for it <laughs> and oh, that was shit. that's hilarious yes okay. well i mean the, the the real irony of that story is that like her best friend slash i think housemate i was like in hindsight and I still talk to her occasionally, and I think you do as well. But I was like way more into her. Yes. So in hindsight, I'm kind of like glad that I didn't because she had a you know. huge cake. Still have. Yeah, yeah, she's unreal. One day. Anyway, one day. Uh, anyways, this has been super fun to be honest. It's been, uh, I will say, my, it's 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 like. It's like fighting for the first spot of my favorite podcast that I have ever done. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I shouldn't said that because now you're going to be a big header and be like, oh, yeah, I was your favorite guest. So, you know, next time you need to pay yeah, me or some obviously. bullshit. Well, I thought we'd already discussed the negotiation terms <laughs> for this podcast. I'm still waiting for that uh, that check to clear. No, but in all, in all seriousness, I've had fun as well. This is actually the second podcast I've done in probably as many days. I did uh, one of my friends from back home. So, yeah, I'm becoming somewhat of a fucking... I'm basically just doing a media tour and I've got nothing to promote. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because lockdown, you have no shows, no nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd encourage anybody listening, um, certainly if you're interested in pro wrestling or even if you don't really know what pro wrestling is, um, give CTW. CTW Portugal is the handle on Instagram. Give do. them a follow. Um, and yeah, just kind of, I mean, we're trying our best. Uh, as soon as this particular lockdown eases, I think we'll start making some content again. Um, won't be in front of a live crowd, obviously, but we'll probably do it more in like the form of like short films kind of thing just to just to be able to keep relevant you know put something out there and yeah. of course follow me andy hendrix pro on instagram uh, i'm on twitter as well but I, I i very rarely use it so uh yeah instagram's probably the best uh andy hendrix pro as i said but yeah those are pretty much the only things that i have to plug i'm just looking forward to the world getting back to normal again so i can actually do what i actually love yes hopefully soon um, and crazy. yeah, uh, I have, uh, I usually do at the end of the podcast, uh, the guests of my or myself. Um, if you want to give any advice to whoever is listening, or what, what advice would you give? Um, I think one thing that's always um, served me quite well is mm. find the ability if you don't already have it to be able to poke fun at yourself and just don't take it too seriously i mean none of us are here for for that long in the grand scheme of things not to get morbid but uh, yeah. i think if the less time that you can spend you know i think like a lot of people are like super easily offended when it comes to like their own shit especially I mean, for me yeah yeah i mean we could go on another rant for like an hour about like how sensitive it's become but i mean to, to cut a long story short i think like a lot of 
like even like on like a fashion sense and stuff like that i mean you yourself also dress kind of alternatively but you know i mean since i've been here obviously i've picked up a bit of a reputation for some of the things that i've i've worn <laughs> yes. and i think a, a big part of that comes from like as i say i just don't take myself that seriously i'm not afraid to i'm not afraid of like the, the judgment that might follow and that goes with clothes fashion like even pro wrestling like i tell people i'm a pro wrestler i mean i'm sure you can imagine it's not always the most positive response like some people are just like what the fuck you do that shit you know so but yeah i mean i just try to live my life just like fuck it i mean i've only got one of them um you know not to get all yolo or whatever but yeah fuck it like why am i going to spend my time worrying about you know, people who would probably find a reason to hate me anyway, even if it wasn't whatever they're saying. So, yeah, I suppose my advice to anybody would just be fucking just do what you want to do. And, there you uh, yeah, it's go. Not that deep. And do you have any recommendations? You want to recommend anything to whoever is listening? It can be a song, a TV show, a Netflix documentary, whatever. Um. Yeah, I would definitely recommend... Uh, I started watching The Crown with my girlfriend. I'm on season three at the moment. Um, it's a little, I mean, it's about like the, the kings and queens, or specifically the queen of England at the moment. Uh, so the subject matter wouldn't necessarily <laughs> seem like the most interesting, but it's it's actually like really well acted if you're like, if you like history at all, which I, I do. But to be honest with you, even though I'm from England, I, I knew very little about modern English history. So that's pretty cool uh, i'd give that a check out and as far as song recommendations i could literally be here all day but if i want to <laughs> whittle it down to just one um there's a band that i I've, i've liked for a while but i've basically just rediscovered them the other day they're called rival sons they're from california and mm -hmm. they're kind of like um kind of bluesy kind of like hard rock is basically like the best modern take on guitar music i think you you can really find and they have a song that's called open my eyes which is uh it's going to be the the song that i use as my new wrestling entrance as soon as we're able to do song um shows again because the guitar riff the opening guitar riff is just awesome so uh yeah those would be my recommendations all right well that's been it for today it's been kind of amazing and i will say it again one of my favorite episodes so far Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Daniel underscore this. You can follow uh, Andrew and the Hendrix, however you want to call him. Uh, Hendrix, well, I don't know how do you say it. Andy Hendrix Pro on Instagram. Andy Hendrix Pro on Instagram. And uh, don't forget, you can be part of the podcast. You can send your questions, uh, your questions, stories, or whatever the fuck you want to send. You can go and send it to my DMs, or we have an email, the red light podcast submissions at gmail.com if you want to be part of the podcast. Uh, you can do it. And that's been it for today. See you next week. Uh, you already know every Friday. Bye bye. Yeah.